Hey everyone, it's Friday, May 7th. Welcome to episode 9 of my podcast, Is Breakfast Included? Today I sit down with April Samuels. April and I have been friends since the mid-90s. For all you younger folks out there, the 90s is when everything was cool. (laughs) I digress. April Samuels. She's an amazing drummer, an amazing friend, and an all-around awesome person. She's also a breast cancer survivor. When the going got tough for April, she decided to do something about it, so she started a nonprofit organization called Breast Cancer Can Stick It. Now, there were times during this interview where it got a little loud in the background, but don't let that take away from the message. It was very important for me to do this episode. I think everyone knows someone or has been personally affected by breast cancer. Now, April is a super busy person, so I was very flattered that she took a few minutes out of her day to talk to me about this. But enough of me. I'm going to let her tell you all about it. Tell me who you are. Hey, I'm April Samuels, a drummer on Dallas, Texas, a breast cancer survivor and the founder of Breast Cancer Can Stick It. Right on. (laughs) Right on. Hey, thanks for doing this again, April. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, Bernie. For sure. Um, I guess I'll just ask the first question, man. Um, When did you start playing drums? You know, I got drumsticks when I was about five years old. I was at a music store with my mom. My brother was taking guitar lessons, and I was just like, found a pair of drumsticks in the store, and I just begged mom to buy them for me. She did it and said if I kept up with it, she'd buy me a drum kit. Around 11 years old, she bought me a drum set, and the rest is history, as they say. Yeah, yeah. Been playing ever since, yeah? Yes. Well, I met you in the uh, early 90s. You had a production company called 100 Proof. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's uh-huh. when we met. Um, and so you played in a lot of local bands back then, yeah? And then you you actually booked bands, correct? Yeah, or- I actually, at one point, I think I, I booked over 35 different bands. At one point, I think I did like as many as 16 at one time. Yeah, it was crazy. What were some of the bands you played in at the time? So the first band that I came out with was in 88, 89 era, and it was a band called 100 Proof, and uh, which later became the production company 100 Proof Entertainment. I was like, you know, I have all these business cards <laughs> with 100 Proof on them, and 100 Proof was on everything, and I was like, I'm just going to throw entertainment on the end of that and, and call it a, a production company and a booking agency. And so after 100 Proof broke up, I had a band called Slow Gen, and then another band called East of Eden, um, and then Frog uh, got me into the mid 90s early 2000s um, and then I switched to my first all girl band in fact you know what that was the first band that I played in that had any girls in it uh, was it until um, I think it was 2000 it was a band called Baby Jane Hudson it was all girl band um, and that was really the last band that I got in that I managed or or built on my own. From that point on, I, I pretty much got into um, other bands that existed and, and let them do all the booking and kind of took a back seat for a while. I'd, I'd had my share of booking gigs, you know what I mean? I'd, I'd booked so many gigs for all these other bands that I was, I was ready to just kind of chill out and play some drums, you know? <laughs> yeah, I met you around the time you were in East of Eden. That's, that's about the time that I met you. Yeah, um, I you think- know, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, you know, what's you know, cool about that is um, I said that it was the, one of the last bands that I like booked and stuff, but I've got this band, uh, the Breast Cancer Can Stick It Band, um, which actually the lead singer of that band is from East of Eden. Oh, really? Yeah. 
So my my next question is um, about your cancer diagnosis. I, I I wanted to talk to you about breast cancer can stick it, but we really can't talk about that without the other. Correct? Yeah, you got a good point there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, the way it all kind of happened was um, it was uh, 2010, and um, so I had what was called fibrocystic breasts, which meant that I got these cysts all the time in my breasts, and it makes it harder to find breast cancer. Um, later, uh, they realized that actually having fibrocystic breasts is a risk for breast cancer, so it makes uh, your likelihood of developing breast cancer higher. Um, but at the time, they just knew it was um, harder to find breast cancer. So my uh, breast surgeon at the time suggested that I get uh, screened every six months <clears throat> to really keep an eye on things and, and watch out for any breast cancer. So I started doing that pretty early on. I think um, I was uh, 36 or 37. I did that for six or seven years. And throughout that whole six or seven years, I had uh, various encounters where I had to have biopsies or um, have the, the cyst aspirated and tested for cancer and whatnot. And it was always just totally fine. And so to be honest with you, I wasn't ever really worried about it. I was like, hey, this is just kind of part of the deal. I'm just, you know, keeping an eye open for things. But, you know, I wasn't really worried that I would ever actually have breast cancer. And in uh, July of 2010, um, I went in for one of those normal screenings and the tech there was like, well, that looks different. Not something you really want to hear. And uh, had the doctor come in and check things out. And I had kind of gotten used to what the cysts look like on the little like uh, ultrasound screen is what they would do for me. And so uh, a cyst was kind of like dark in the middle and had like a white outline. They were usually kind of oblong. Um, they weren't really symmetric or anything. <clears throat> but this was more circular um, and it was kind of spotted. Um, and so they were like, hey, we want to keep an eye on this. So we want to come back in three months instead of six months. And we're going to take a look at it again. So I came back in October of 2010, three months later, and they did the um, ultrasound again. And they were like, it's grown to twice the size. And I was like, okay. And they said, we need you to go in and have a biopsy done. So from that point, things moved really fast. I had a biopsy, um, had to wait over the weekend um, to for the results. Um, it was on a Tuesday morning, nine o'clock in the morning, phone rang October 26, 2010. And the doctor said, you've got what's called triple negative breast cancer, and it's high grade, grade three. He said, um, I know that's a lot to take in, um, but I want you to do some research on um, some reputable websites, you know, like American Cancer Society, et cetera, and learn about triple negative. Um, and then why don't you come in in a couple of days and we'll sit down and talk about it. He his, uh, his office was about an hour from where I lived at the time. And uh, anyway, come to find uh, triple negative isn't the type of breast cancer you want to have. It's a more rare, more aggressive form of breast cancer. It affects about 10 to 20 percent of those women diagnosed. Um, but catching it early is super important. So uh, fortunately, after um, 
after we went through everything and had everything biopsied and had my surgeries and whatnot, I found that it was stage one. So I was fortunate for it to be very early. I can keep rambling on Bernie and tell you about my surgery and stuff. I don't know how much you want me to get into that, but uh, I did have a, a double mastectomy um, without reconstruction um, just because I wanted to make it easier to find any cancer that might pop up later on. Mm-hmm. And I also didn't want to have any additional surgeries and put my body through any extra trauma that wasn't medically necessary. Um, so I just had no reconstruction and then I had four months of chemo and, um, last November I celebrated 10 years cancer free. That's amazing. (laughs) It's pretty cool, man. And so coming out of, of your recovering, coming out of breast cancer, you started a foundation called breast cancer can stick it. That's right, man. Yeah. Let's talk about that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really fun, man. I, so it's weird to, to be like, you know, you go through this huge traumatic event and then you're just like, you know, I, I think I was just looking for something positive, you know, to put my energy into. And um, so really, it was only a few weeks after I was even diagnosed with breast cancer that I came up with that slogan, breast cancer can stick it. Truth be told, um, I had this friend who was a great graphics artist and I was like, hey, I want to do some kind of design like either with the with the the words breast cancer can stick it or breast cancer beat it or something like that tying it to drums you know sticks beat drums all that right and I just wanted to really tie those things together and and start raising funds for uh, nonprofits um, to fight breast cancer and so uh, she sent me over a few different uh, comps of some artwork she did and she came up with this really cool one of like a chick drummer uh, behind a kit with a breast cancer awareness ribbon on the drum head and said breast cancer can stick it in a really cool way. And I was like, that's what I want. I want that. So, uh, we put those on t-shirts and I started selling them out of my car and, um, started raising so much funds and, um, the fight against breast cancer with these, for these other nonprofits that eventually one day my accountant was like, April, you're raising so much in funds for these other nonprofits. It would make more financial sense for you if you just created your own nonprofit and you could start raising funds that way. Honestly, Bernie, it wasn't anything I ever even thought about. Um, so I was like, wow, really? And she's like, yeah, it just makes a lot more sense to do it like this. And I was like, okay. So I started looking into it. Well, at that time, uh, becoming a nonprofit was a lot harder. They've made it a little bit quicker and easier nowadays, but this was in, um, I think 2013. So, um, it, I had been raising funds for a couple years before, uh, started to try to do this, but it took exactly nine months. And I don't think it's an exact, it's an accident that it took as long as it does to carry a child, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, felt like the same thing, like a birth, but, um, I remember getting uh, the letter in, in the mail of the approval and, um, it was retroactive back to, uh, May of 2013 when we got that letter in 2014. And, uh, just started raising funds directly for uh, research and trials primarily. And then after a while, we started raising funds also for uh, mammograms for those who can't afford it. Um, And then um, finally, I guess it was, gosh, it might've even been about four years by now. um, We started a new fund at Parkland in Dallas called Dahlia's Breast Cancer Can Stick It Fund. And Dahlia was a friend of mine who passed away from triple negative breast cancer in 2016. Um, we were diagnosed around the same time, but she just had a, 
you know, not the same fate as I did. And mm-hmm. um, she made a donation to me just a few months before she died and said, this can't help me anymore. Use it to help someone else. And those words just really kind of rang in my head. And I was like, I, I need to name this fund after her. And so what that fund is for is it helps uh, with financial assistance for breast cancer treatment. So we primarily raise funds for research and trials, but we also raise funds for mammograms and then for Dahlia's Breast Cancer Can Stick It Fund. So pretty cool. Yeah, that is really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. And you've worked with a lot of, uh, I'm, I'm holding up the, the air quotes, famous drummers who've like donated <laughs> yeah. their time and like drum heads and sticks and so forth, correct? Oh, God. Yeah, it's been so awesome. I mean, the drumming community, Bernie, is amazing. They're just like, they're such a loving community. And they're, you know, they're great at multitasking. (laughs) So they love to do a lot of different things. And so... How's um, their timing, though? How's their timing? Yeah, yeah, they're great with timing, too. (laughs) So, um, yeah, in 2013, the first time we had... uh, celebrity drummers involved was um at an event that we held down in brewster street ice house in corpus christi and we had troy lucetta of tesla and jimmy danda of bullet boys and then the next year we did the same event in corpus christi it's a larger venue where we had a really big following um you know over a thousand people would turn out and then um the next year we had troy and um jimmy again and then we also had aj Perro um of twisted sister who subsequently died like it less than a year later i think of a heart condition yeah um and then more recently we have drumathon woohoo which uh is our big thing that we started in um 2015 and um yeah man we've had mark schulman from pink uh rich redmond from jason aldean carmine apiece you know um ozzy ted nugent rod stewart uh Vinny apice his brother who pronounces his last name different um from dio <laughs> from dio black sabbath uh numerous others um sandy Gennaro from joan jett um just laurie peters from skillet just, i mean more more uh amazing uh great celebrity drummers than than i could even list off 20 plus of them uh that have helped participate in in drumathon each year um uh, and help raise more funds. And uh, Drumathon has been spectacular. You know, when we first started doing it in 2015, we raised $13,000. Now we raise over 50000 a year through Drumathon. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm at your website right now, the breastcancercanstickit.org. How can people help? Can they just donate directly or... Yeah, I mean, always. We have so many ways. Um, You know, what's cool is a lot of businesses now have these, uh, like, community partnerships that they do with nonprofits. So you can even help the cause by signing up for Amazon Smile. So Amazon Smile doesn't cost you anything. So basically, you go to smile.amazon.com. You select Breast Cancer Can Stick It as your favorite charity. And then every time you shop, you start at smile.amazon.com. And then they'll donate a portion of the sales price to Breast Cancer Can Stick It. So there's a lot of programs like that that are available under Help the Cause on our website at breastcancercanstickit.org. Tom Thumb has a thing. Kroger has some stuff. BBVA Compass. There's a lot of them like that. Then you could also uh, sign up for a recurring donation where you can just sign up to have like $20 donate each month. Um, that's a huge help to our cause 
for sure. Um, but the biggest thing is being a part of that drumathon, um, which if it's okay, I could tell a little bit more about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. So the way Drumathon works is it's primarily geared towards drummers, but anybody can sign up. So it's kind of like the walks. So basically you sign up online um, and you create a fundraising page and you raise funds for several months up until the event, which is usually held in October. And the top 20 uh, top fundraisers uh, that raise, you know, the most money that are drummers, they get to play a, a one minute drum solo at the event. In addition to that, there's two drum sets on the stage the whole show. And at certain times throughout the day, a celebrity drummer will be up there and you'll be able to pay to get on stage next to them and play drums right next to them for a full minute, which is really cool, too. I mean, you don't really get opportunities like that very much in your life. So it's a really, really cool thing. Yeah. And we also have silent auctions and raffles. We have our merchandise. There's autograph booth for all the celebrities that we have in town. You get a chance to take a picture of uh, with them in front of our banner and everything. Just a lot of really cool stuff. It's a, always like outdoor at a family-friendly uh, park type of scenario. Um, food and, and just fun and dogs and your kids or whatever and just come out and have a great time. So it's a lot of fun and you can find out more information about that by going to drumathon.org and it's with two M's, drumathon.org. Okay. Yeah. I'm there right now. looks really cool. Yeah. We also list all of our celebrities there so you can see what celebrities have been to Drumathon and uh, what days they came out in the past. So if you just hit that Drumathon up at the top and celebrity, celebrity alumni, um, you'll see a big list of all the drummers who've been a part of it. So we're excited about 2021 but we haven't announced it yet so it's coming soon i was that was my next question i don't see a date here for 2021 i know it's it's we're like right on the cusp of it we've had a couple of our meetings we've got a lot of things decided and uh i hope that we'll be announcing it within the next two weeks right on right on yeah yeah well um i don't want to take too much more of your time i just have a few more things yeah where can people find you I said your website, but do you have any social media presence? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, Breast Cancer Can Stick It is on virtually everything. We're on LinkedIn. We're on TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So we're on all of those. And in fact, on our TikTok channel, um, if you go down, I think it was literally the second TikTok video we ever posted. Actually, was our first time we ever had anything go viral. Um, that one, uh, got 7 million views within just a few hours. Oh, wow. Um, so you'll see it down there. You'll, you'll find one that looks like, wow, that was a very active one. And, um, it was just, you know, that viral stuff, you never know when that's going to happen. So that was super cool. So we actually have our largest following is on TikTok, And then second to that would be Facebook and Instagram and on down. But, um, people should go check out our YouTube channel. It's really, um, active. Over the last year, because of the pandemic, we've done a lot of really cool stuff. We started this show called The Beat that we hold uh, most Tuesdays. I think we're going to start doing them monthly instead of every week um, since we're getting into drumathon season here soon. But that's um, aired on our Facebook channel. 
And then we also break those out onto our YouTube channel. Um, but we did a bunch of uh, video collaborations. I've done some drum videos, and those are all on our Breast Cancer Can Stick It YouTube channel. And um, people really enjoy those. It's a lot of fun, and it's a good way to bring attention to the cause. Yeah, yeah. I will definitely have to check that out. I actually just signed up for TikTok, so I'll check out your TikTok page as well. Sweet. Huh. That's awesome. Very I follow cool. a lot of dog TikToks. <laughs> Those are the best, man. Okay. I swear, I thought I should tell, I should set up a TikTok for my dog. She would, she would rule all out there. I know. <laughs> right on. Well, um, one more thing, April. Yeah. My the podcast is called "Is Breakfast Included?" So, if <laughs> breakfast was included, what would you have, dude? I would have breakfast for three meals a day if I could. I love breakfast. Um, probably I would have, let's see, am I trying to be good or am I just like, let's have a big party for breakfast? Should I do the party version? Well, that's, I mean, isn't breakfast always a party? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I try to be good most of the time. I'll have like an omelet, you know, with all the veggies in there. But if I was going to go crazy, I would probably have some French toast, you know, um, some turkey sausage and some some eggs, some scrambled eggs for sure. Right on. Love breakfast. Love that name too. Now I'm hungry for breakfast. Way to go. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. You're all good, man. Well, man, I do appreciate you taking the time to do this. I know how busy you are. Uh, so I appreciate it. Um, breast cancer can stick. It is, is such a great foundation, you know, ever since you and I reconnected a few years back, I followed it. So thank you for what you're doing. Well, thank you so much. And I definitely want to give a big shout out to our volunteers. Um, we're actually 100% volunteer, which isn't something that a lot of uh, nonprofits can say. We're going to do that for as long as we possibly can because we want all the funds raised to go back towards the cause. So um, we're very, very passionate about this and um, have very passionate people involved as well. Cool. Are there any you want to name in particular? Oh my gosh, I can't. I, I have to name everybody. Like we have amazing people on our board, our drumathon committee, our drumathon logistics committee, our finance committee, our partners program committee. Um, those are the big ones that are busy all the time. But then we have other folks um, like a uh, give give a shout out to Denise the Mooch. She's awesome. She uh, helps with scheduling. She's she's entered corporate America through this. I think, and uh, she's amazing. Um, But yeah, there's just too many people to mention. Um, So many amazing volunteers that we're blessed to be surrounded by. Just very lucky. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. You're doing some great work, April. Is there anything else you want to, you want to shout out before we go? Man, everybody go check out the breast cancer can stick it band. We're going to start playing a lot more. Um, You guys are going to dig it. Um, we're doing mostly cover tunes right now, but we might break into some originals later this year and do some original shows as well. But the Breast Cancer Can Stick It Band is on Facebook, so be sure and follow us there. You can also see my calendar. Um, we're going to start adding things to that here real soon at aprilsamuels.com. So I'll start playing out, able to see Breast Cancer Can Stick It Band and maybe some other things I might be um, doing here in the near future. Thanks a lot. Yeah, <laughs> for thank you, all Bernie. of that. Thank you again yeah, for taking the time to do this, and hopefully, we'll talk soon. All right, man. Thank you, Bernie. Love you, man. Love you too. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye.
Right on, April Samuels. Pretty amazing person there, huh? Follow Breast Cancer Can Stick It on all their social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Visit breastcancercanstickit.org. See how you can help. Donate. Volunteer. Get checked out. Early detection is key. Also, thank you for supporting this podcast. And if you would, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to it on. I know it's very insignificant to you, but it means the world to us here at Is Breakfast Included. Okay, I'm done. Have a great day. And until next week, I will see ya.